Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. One of the things you may be doing uh, this afternoon is going out to a shopping mall or going around town. And, you know, inevitably these days when we go out to one of the malls, we see empty spaces, empty storefronts. Now, for us, you know, kind of consumers, we think, oh, isn't that too bad? One less place we could go spend money. But for my guest this morning, he sees opportunity. He sees dollar signs in that empty space in a place that he could maybe make over and rent out. Kent Tio, the CEO of Invade Industry, is here in the studio, and I'm going to have him explain why in just a second. Kent, good morning. Welcome to Weekend Mornings. Hi, good morning, Glenn. Hi, everyone. Great to have you here. Uh, Kent, you started this business about 10 years ago to maximize empty space in buildings, in shopping malls, in different places. Give us kind of the big picture of the business. What do you do at Invade Industry? For Invade, we are in a creative space activation company. So we basically activate space first. So what do I mean by that? So spaces like event space, commercial space, or retail spaces, Mm. we come up with interesting concepts to occupy them. So we think that, you know, all these spaces are be underutilized or we are just waiting for the next big tenant to come in. We think that there are many interesting concepts in the market or interesting retailers that we can showcase uh, at these spaces. Of course, we think of pop-up stores being one of them that is a way to utilize space that doesn't have a full-time uh, tenant in it. But it goes beyond just pop-up stores, right? So I think more and more pop-up stores has been like a thing. Yes, uh, it's been ongoing for a while. But what we do is we kind of like take up all these spaces on a longer term basis, like a permanent basis, right? Then we encourage our community, our pop-up retailers, our creative F&B, our creative retailers to pop up with us. So we kind of like the curator mm. of all these creative businesses and creative F&B to pop up with us based on the concepts that we have for that particular space. Yeah. Give us an example of a recent project that you've done or the one that you're working on now. We actually uh, did up a creative social cafe at PLQ Mall on level one mm. uh, together with Lendlease. So it's kind of like a ground-up initiative where we want to showcase the creative retailers as well as the creative F&B businesses in Singapore. So for this creative social cafe, what do we do? Think of us like a creative kopitiam, right? Mm. So we, we, we have uh, spaces in this 1,005 square feet where we get our local specialty guys, the coffee mm. coffee player called Hugs Coffee. So we get them in as our so-called anchor. Mm-hmm. Then we get all these creatives to do um, consignment basis like the local groceries, mm. right? So to showcase that there's many different grocers in, in Singapore. I mm. think we have 30 over uh, consignment partners in the store really? right now. and then More uh, than just cold storage and fair price? Yeah, yeah. So you never know, the, the indie guys, right? the independent guys, the smaller yeah. guys, right? We want to give them opportunity to as a platform to showcase their product. Yeah. Then last but not least, why is it social? Is that we have this DIY craft kit like it's like only 10 to 15 minutes mm. where so on the weekend uh, if you have like like you not know, just strolling around in the shopping mall uh, you just want to get a good cup of coffee right at the same time you can do this uh, craft kit in the cafe we should have had this show at that cafe this morning right <laughs> yeah I could use a good cup of coffee right now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's available and it's there but of yeah. course PLQ you know Pi Labor Quarter is a, is a really is like the hot up and coming east coast yeah, destination right now correct, correct, correct. So, so that should do quite well I would think I mean the traffic there there's a lot of visitors uh, People want to find out, you know, what, what's the what's the more offering. So in order to keep the content fresh, right? I mean, although yes, we are we are serving like a creative social cafe. So how do we keep content fresh? So we continuously work with all our partners.
students to come up with interesting offerings. So this this six months, yes, we are doing some craft kits. Maybe next six months we can do some like tea appreciation, perfume make, making or candle making. So continuously we have to keep content fresh and this serves as a one form of inspiration for our F&B businesses and retailers to, to inspire from and then adopt it into their mm. units and their spaces as well. You started this about 10 years ago and now how many properties are you managing? How many spaces are you managing? Currently managing about four to five spaces uh-huh. but for events wise we have done over 600 events uh, to, wow. to, to build up the community. So you've got a combination of long-term leases that you then try to bring in smaller players to come and fill out that that space mm. and then also you do the kind of one-off events that might last a short time a few days or a week or whatever right yeah so it's kind of like a pop-up retailing mm. so so for example like this weekend and next weekend we have this uh, art box uh, container market creative market at Singapore Turf Club it's over 200,000 square feet and we wow. have 300 over stores so wow. these are all these a little uh, pop-up retail for our creative retailers and F&B business to yeah. pop up into so it can be from and how long is that going to last sorry uh, just the weekend just over, three days on th- this weekend and three days over the next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. So yeah. that's the, the art box at uh, Turf Club. That's a lot of work to get all of those players together for six days yeah. in, in total, right? Yeah. kind of want to do it like a like a flash uh, pop-up style, mm. right? If you if you missed it, you've got to wait for the next year. So we kind of like condense the crowd, condense the visitors. That's why we attracted like half a million visitors, more than half a million visitors wow. last year. Oh my yeah. gosh. And are you on track to hit that many this year, do you think? Yeah, definitely. So this year is much spacious and bigger. Mm. Uh, the offering is getting better and better. People are getting a hang of what does it mean by pop-up retailing? What does it mean by being in the art box space? You really have to showcase uh, your best offering, your best services. How much competition you know, do you provide to the traditional retailer? You know, the guy that's taken out his lease and is in there and all of a sudden, okay, the place next door is empty, but here you come in and do a pop-up store or something like that. Is it? A, are you big competition to traditional retailers? For us, it's actually complementing. We are the representative of the smaller boys or established players that want to showcase some, some kind of new offering. It's really like a test bit of ideas or, mm. or products and offering. So it's kind of uncommon goods or uncommon products that you see. So it kind of complements them, right? So not just you can you know dwell at our social cafe and at the same time you can go to your traditional retailers like H&M is just right beside us yeah. and then can, can do your retail therapy from there. So right. not a traditional, t- typically the, the folks that would use your spaces would not be a, a more a traditional product. Is that yeah. is that true? Yeah. You were talking earlier about this maker space that you're doing currently in Katong, uh, just kind of kitty corner from the I-12 mall. Mm. Tell us about that. That sounds like a really interesting project. That is our kind of like Singapore first and largest uh, co-making space. So we think that, you know, uh, well, there's a lot of co-working spaces around, mm. right? But to us, for a co-making space, uh, we decided to come together. You know, I have so many creatives, right? They are everywhere. They are fragmented. I want to aggregate them together in a space. Mm. So this 30,000 square feet of space, we managed to aggregate uh, 200 over creative startups. So what wow. do we do there? So we think that, you know, like um, photography studio, concrete making, wood making, leather, cra- leather crafting, sewing machines. <laughs> so we think that all these sharing facilities is necessary for the creative, but it's not like I need it to have it in my studio. So yeah. we think that uh, having it as a, sh- as a form of sharing economy actually help them to, you know, facilitate. They can focus better on their real businesses, etc. But as and when, if they need certain tools, um, the co-making space actually provides such a tools. Uh, how's, it, how's the take up so far? It's 100% taken up. Wow. So we are looking for uh, one more spaces or more spaces be in town. And we are also opening one more in KL. 
Wow, yeah. how fascinating, huh? Yeah. And then anyone can go and use the space, though, right? We kind of like we curate. But the, because, but, I mean, is it open to the public? To yeah, it's open to the public to 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 browse, to view. Mm-hmm. So we think that you know, for creative industry, it's 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 best in the scenario of co-making. Because if I'm a photographer and you're you are a videographer, yeah, we can collaborate mm. much lesser for coder to coder, right? Mm-hmm. So so that's why we think that for for creative, uh, the, the best way is moving forward can be in the maker space with uh, Kent Tio, who is the CEO of Invade Industry. They take unused spaces and they make them useful. Uh, Mox, M-O-X, is another space, 40,000 square feet. Tell us about that. That's the maker space. That oh, that's the maker are, space. We are talking okay. about. Gotcha. Lost. gotcha. Yeah. So that's 40,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, that's yeah. interesting. What trends are you seeing in the past 10 years in terms of the increased amount of open space? Because from my perspective, I've been here 15 years and mm-hmm. I see a lot more shopping malls. I see a lot more office space. I see like more, 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 more. And right. I wonder how all of it can get leased all the time. Yeah. Do you see um, an increase in the number of spaces that you can go and, and choose from? I guess retail industry is transforming, right? But yet currently the shopping malls are kind of like a bit more sanitized in a way that it's always the same old retailers, right? Mm. I think a way to move forward is retailers, I mean, be it traditional retailers or, or creative concepts, right? We really have to serve the needs of our consumers. So for example, you really have to understand. Imagine, imagine that, huh? Yeah. Serving the needs of your consumers. Yes. <laughs> that, that's the basic, right? So let's go back to basics, right? Yeah. Understand what your consumers really want. Do they really want it to be done through online shopping mm. or really they really want to come here and test and feel and look forward to your product it's not about omni-channel anymore it's really to understand uh, what your consumers really really need then from there I guess the best way to move forward is talking about experience and, and, and storytelling as in really going back to the basics right to build a community be how small the community that's one way or another you really have to build your pool from there then understand that uh, what what do they, what are they looking out for and then grow start to grow your offering from there then if it makes sense to do an online, sh- online e-commerce store then go ahead and do it but otherwise you can go to a physical store and do a lot of pop-up auctions from there yeah. so it really depends on what, what your consumers want it's also interesting to me though that you're, you're tapping into the startup retail culture here mm. so it would be the small guys who are entrepreneurs probably that would not be able to afford a whole space by themselves mm-hmm. but yet have a product that they want to you know get out into the marketplace so it sounds to me like it's a nice part of the creative ecosystem in Singapore the entrepreneur ecosystem mm-hmm. in Singapore people you know go to block 72 or whatever they have their co-working space but then when they actually want to get their idea out they have an option of you know of coming in and working with you am I looking at it the right way yes essentially so we have a lot of these small and medium guys be it they have a kind of new offering and new products uh, usually they want to pop up with us ultimately our vision right is really to build a retail tech platform to make pop-up retail much 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 easier hmm. there's a lot of different ways that we can go about it be it you want a, a ad hoc retail that's last for only six days yeah. or you want a curated push cart for one month or you want a more like a retail studio for one year we have all this offering for for them and it's very very important to build this pool of retailers and yeah. to continue to inspire them and grow them right after all retail industry is transforming we really don't know how you know the retail hmm. transform is going to be but yeah. we are trying to take steps to kind of like do about experiential retailing Interesting. Our thanks to Kent Tio, who is the CEO of Invade Industry, telling us about how empty spaces around Singapore are now and have been for a number of years being used to good use by entrepreneurs and small players. Kent, thanks so much for coming in today. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.